0: It's going to be a good day. Are you guys excited for today? I'm excited. They're oh, you want to hand me my phone real quick because I do have something on there. I Since Wednesday, this anticipation has just built and built, and I am super excited. I had to read this. I am. So when Jesus was talking to a crowd of people, He said when happiness comes to you or what happiness comes to you when you're feeling spiritual poverty For yours is the realm of heaven's kingdom What delight comes to you when you wait upon the Lord for you will find what you long for What blessing comes to you when gentleness lives in you for you will inherit the earth How enriched you are when you crave righteousness for you will be satisfied. How blessed you are when you demonstrate tender mercy, for tender mercy will be demonstrated to you. What bliss you experience when your heart is pure, for then your eyes will open to see more of God. How joyful you are when you make peace, for then you will be recognized as a true child of God. So I am just really excited for today. I feel like there's this thing just building and building in the Spirit and more and more. And it's like we were talking earlier, it seemed like for a while it was just this little drip. But now it's like this tsunami that's just coming. And so I hope you guys are filled with anticipation tonight. I want you to be expectant for what God's going to do during worship tonight. And um, yeah just be expectant of him be expectant of him just to for his fire just to fall on you tonight and yeah I'm just I'm excited
1: <laughs> I'm to trade sides okay. with you so I can hang <clears throat> hang this thing up before we blast off into it's not outer space but we're going to blast off somewhere <clears throat> just a few minutes into the That's throne weird. room yeah yeah Don't get me preaching, but I just got to briefly say you know, you are here on planet Earth, but you are. So, the first place in the Bible that the house of God is mentioned is in the story about Jacob when he fell asleep on the rock outside and he saw the, the ladder going from heaven to earth and the angels of God ascending and descending. And he called that place Bethel, Bethel, the house of God. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are houses of God that have been positioned between earth and heaven, heaven and earth. We have the angels of God and the Holy Spirit releasing kingdom, releasing heaven into us to be released into the earth. Just picture it, chew on it, meditate on it. You are a vessel. You are a pipeline for the Holy Spirit, for the kingdom of heaven to come to flow through. So we we have it made. You have it made. You are set for success in life. That doesn't mean that there won't be any bad stuff or trouble or trials, whatever may come, but you have the hope of heaven. You have that hope that is like an anchor for your soul. That hope that you have in Jesus is an anchor for your soul and it tethers you to the throne. Your hope in Jesus. <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing looking at you, but... You, just, you have joy. Your hope, your hope in Jesus tethers you. It, it connects you to the throne of God. It's an anchor. Your hope in Christ is an anchor for your soul. If an anchor can hold one of those giant battleships out there in our, in our waters, the anchor of your hope in Jesus, the Bible says, it, it will secure you into the throne room. You are secure. You have all you need. He has everything you need. So anyway, I don't know why that happened, but that was a freebie. <laughs> it's all free. <sighs> yeah, things have been increasing. Um, we've been digging the well for, for a long time now. We've been digging and digging. We, we praise God that he gave us a space where we can set apart this, this place to be a a habitation, to be a a well for his presence, a well of revival, a well of renewal, of strength, of healing, of encouragement, of life, of life-giving words, of hope being released. And that's, so we thank him for this place. We don't have to share it. We don't have to work hard anymore to establish the atmosphere here, it's here. And a, a week ago, Um, Just before Sunday last week, so about 10 days ago, I had shared with with a few of you, I guess, I don't even remember who I messaged, that I was delivering mail and I walked up to the doors here and I was going to use the boys' room real fast because I was focused on work and I felt the electricity, I felt static, like it's not really static, it just felt like the presence of God right in front of my hands as I reached for the door and I thought, well, that's kind of cool. And then I put the key in, turned the handle, or turned the key, and I came in here, and this whole room was just thick with that, that electricity feeling. So I shared that with a handful of people, and when we came together on that Sunday, there was an anticipation. You know, something about testimony, when you testify what God is doing, it prophesies. It, it's, it pays it forward, so to speak. You know, uh, Revelation 19.10 says it's the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So his testimonies prophesy. They 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 speak of what he wants to do again. That word testimony in the Old Testament can be translated do again. So his testimony he wants to repeat. What he's done one time he wants to do it again, maybe even more, maybe even increasing it. So last Sunday there was some movement that happened. One of us, well probably many of us started feeling the the power of God in a stronger, more tangible way, and we weren't sure how to exactly flow with it, but we, we enjoyed it, and we, we uh, had a good evening, and then Wednesday came around, Wednesday night, and everybody was on the floor, basically, one at a time. You know, it's not like the whole room just went out, like the lights went out, and everyone's like, you yeah, that could happen tonight. I don't know, um, but we did open up the meeting last Sunday with a testimony of Uh, Charles Finney so this week we're gonna get moving forward here that's why I'm kind of gonna quickly turn gears here and not keep talking about Wednesday night Um, Charles Finney last week this week we are going to take a little look at sister Amy simple McPherson so Amy McPherson lived between October she was born October 9th 1890 that's a long time ago and she passed away at a very young age September 27 1944 so she was a healing evangelist. She's the founder of the Four Square Denomination. Well, they didn't call it a denomination then, but she founded the Four Square Church. In the 1920s, she commissioned the building of a 5,300-seat Angelus Temple in Los Angeles. The place still stands today, and I believe a church is there function. I can't remember what church. I've heard stories that all of the crutches and wheel, wheelchairs and, and medical equipment is still stored in a back room somewhere. And her passion, this was her passion, while miracles, signs, and wonders followed her ministry, she was more passionate about leading people to Jesus and seeing them baptized in the Holy Spirit. That was her passion. And it makes me think of A couple that Tammy and I had in our homes home years ago an elderly couple Um, he's since passed away but she would tell us these stories about people in the church who were who were trained and, and equipped in Bible college and she said and then they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and her face just smiled with such peace and joy and it was over and over story over story and then she was baptized in the Holy Spirit See, when you get a baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's a game changer. You change your whole paradigm, your way of thinking, your whole lifestyle will change. But back to Sister Amy. So here's just a little snippet just to prophesy of what God wants to do again with us. So you guys ready? I'm going to read it from the screen with you guys because I this is just too small. So you can stay there. I'll just back way up here. I'll just sit down. Okay, this is Amy McPherson. Friday, I waited before the Lord until midnight. Saturday morning, rising at the break of day, before anyone was astir in the house and going into the parlor, I kneeled down by the big Morris chair in the corner with a real determination in my heart. Now, Jesus was my friend. He had bidden me knock and assured me that he would open unto me. He had invited me to ask, promising that I should receive, and that the empty he would nor turn away hungry. I began to seek in desperate earnest, and remember saying, O Lord, I am so hungry for your Holy Spirit. You have told me that in the day when I seek with my whole heart, you will be found of me. Now, Lord, I'm going to stay right here until you pour out upon me the promise of the Holy Spirit." for whom you commanded me to tarry. And if I die of starvation, I am so hungry for him, I can't wait another day. I will not eat another meal until you baptize me. After praying this earnestly, storming heaven as it were, with my pleadings for the Holy Spirit, a quietness seemed to steal over me, the holy presence of the Lord to envelop me. The voice of the Lord spoke tenderly. Now, child, cease your strivings and your begging. Just begin to praise me. And in a simple childlike faith, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Oh, it was not hard to praise him. He had become so near and so inexpressibly dear to my heart. Hallelujah! Without effort on my part, I began to say, glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. Each time that I said glory to Jesus, it seemed to come from a deeper place in my being than the last and in a deeper voice until great waves of glory to Jesus were rolling from my toes up, such adoration and praise I had never known possible. All at once, My hands and arms began to shake, gently at first and then violently, until my whole body was shaking under the power of the Holy Spirit. I did not consider this at all strange, as I knew how the batteries we experimented with in the laboratory at college hummed and shook and trembled under the power of electricity. And there was the third person of the Trinity coming into my body in all of his fullness, making me his dwelling the temple of the Holy Ghost. Was it any wonder that this poor human frame of mine should quake beneath the mighty moving of his power? Almost without my notice, my body slipped gently to the floor and I was lying stretched out under the power of God, but felt as though caught up and floating upon the billowy clouds of glory. The desire to praise and worship and adore him flamed up within my soul he was so wonderful so glorious and this poor tongue of mine so utterly incapable of finding words with which to praise him here's the last part my lungs begin to fill and heave under the power as the comforter came in the cords of my throat began to twitch my chin began to quiver and then to shake violently, but oh, so sweetly. My tongue began to move up and down and sideways in my mouth. <laughs> it's a pretty funny picture. Unintelligible sounds as of stammering lips and another tongue, spoken of in Isaiah 28:11, began to issue from my lips. This stammering of different syllables, then words, then connected sentences <clears throat> was continued for some time as the Spirit was teaching me to yield to him. Then suddenly, out of my innermost being flowed rivers of praise in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And oh, how I knew, oh, I knew that he was praising Jesus with glorious language, clothing him with honor and glory, which I felt but never could have put into words. Why don't we stand? The Lord wants to do it again. He wants that that to prophesy into your experience. He wants to baptize you and me with his Holy Spirit. He wants to come in as you worship him tonight. He wants to come in like a river, like a flood from heaven, like a pillar of fire pouring down from the heavenly realm into your body, filling you with his glory, with his holiness, and with his light. So, Jesus, tonight, we have set our sights on one thing, and that is to enthrone you on our praises. We have come to this place to establish a throne, to to build a throne with our words, with our adoration, with our hearts yielded and surrendered to you tonight. We've come to worship you. We've come to exalt the name above all names, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Just begin now just to exalt him. Lord, we exalt you. We lift high your name. We say glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. We come to worship you. We welcome you into this place, Holy Spirit. Let your presence fall on us tonight. Let our lives be like sacrifices laid down on the altar and that you would come in your grace and respond to the sacrifice with fire, that you would release your fire of your presence over the hearts presented before you tonight. God, we lift our hearts to you. We say, here's my heart. You can have it all. I've come to give you everything that I am to glorify your name, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This is not the time to unplug so don't unplug <laughs> thank you lord love your presence god we are a people of your presence Through him, we have access to the Father by one Spirit. Through Jesus, because of Jesus, because of the cross, because of his blood, because of his sacrifice, because he chose you before the foundations of the world to be holy and set apart, to be adopted as his own, to become his son, his daughter, to crown you with royal authority, to make you a priest in his kingdom, because of Jesus, because he has foreordained you, he chose you, he chose you, he named you by name, he chose you to be his. Consequently, consequently you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with God's people, members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, in Christ, the whole building is being joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. God chose you to be his temple. You are a living stone and you are a temple. Just put your hands on your heart tonight. Just say this, Lord Jesus, I consecrate myself unto you to be your holy temple. I declare that you have chosen me before the foundations of the world to be holy and blameless, to be made righteous by the blood of your cross. I thank you, Lord, that you have chosen me to be your holy temple that you will fill with your spirit. Thank you, Lord. You know, Paul prayed in Ephesians 1 for the church that God would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that we would know him, that he would open the eyes of our hearts that we may know him better. That he would give you revelation of the Spirit of God that lives inside of you, that dwells within you, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That you you would receive revelation, that you would have understanding that the light would come on inside of your heart and mind of who you are and who is in you. Of whose you are. There's always more territory inside of you to give him. So let's let that be your worship tonight. Let that be your offering. You know, we don't take up offerings here. We let that be something that you do on your own and as you feel led by the spirit. But one offering that I would like us to take up tonight is you to to offer yourself to him. Young and old, from the oldest to the youngest, there's not one person not one young person in this room that he doesn't have his eye on there's not one older person in this room who he is still not still watching over and guiding with his eye he loves you he loves you with an everlasting love he chose you he predestined you to be adopted into his family His grace was irresistible for you to not respond and say yes to Jesus. I give you my all. But tonight there's more. Just lay it all down. Just lay it all down. He wants to fill you to overflow. 12 1 and 2 says therefore brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy in view of God's mercy can you see it can you see his mercy his throne of grace it's called the throne of grace and he says come to the throne of grace boldly to receive mercy and grace can you see it tonight? Just close your eyes and look. Look to the throne of heaven. It is a throne of grace where you can find mercy. Just look, just see it. And once you get that throne of mercy in your view, in your sight, Romans 12:1 says, in view of his mercy, offer your body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. The only way you're made holy and acceptable to offer your body is because Jesus has sprinkled his blood on you, on the sacrifice, and he has declared you holy and righteous and blameless. Offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. This is your true spiritual worship. picture tonight of how hopefully I'm seeing right, but how the Lord wants to minister. I I believe he wants to impart to this house. He wants to impart to every person here his grace and his his spirit, the spirit of grace. So what I want to do is I want to ask those of you who were here Wednesday night who received impartation, if you would come up to the front and line up here and face this way if you are able to if you are able to Tammy and I will spread out we'll make room you guys fill the middle yeah just come fill the center so I'm going to just ask you guys are you feeling a manifestation of the presence like you were on Wednesday yeah okay I've been feeling it all night so this is what I would like to do I would like to have each one of you who want to receive impartation. What does that mean? Impartation. Picture a teapot. I'm a little teapot, short stuff. You know, tip me over and pour me out. Okay, so we're we are all vessels. You're vessels of the Spirit of God, and God likes to pour out of one vessel, and He wants He likes to impart it to other vessels. So if you want to receive an impartation, I'm going to invite everyone, kids included to just come and make a line, and I was just seeing it this way, not like going to specific persons, but come and make a line, and one by one, we won't take probably more than a minute unless unless you guys are starting to get a prophetic word. Um, We just want to blast you, and if you you fall back, you fall back. We will make sure you go back gracefully, okay? We'll make sure we're not going to just let you drop if you're um, but just come why don't you guys just come now if you want that if you want to get that prayer hopefully somebody wants it tonight because i don't want to make it awkward and uh if you want that just make a line behind them and and just kind of let's pretend there's a big x right this is the hot spot right here and then and then we're just gonna we're gonna pray and if you if you need to sit while this is happening and then wait until the line is thinning out then then uh, Then do that, but just make a line behind. Amy's going to go first, and we're just going to pray and blast. All right, gang, get your hands on them.